0: At Brian Health, we care for patients, educate tomorrow's health care providers, motivate our community with fitness and health programs, and collaborate to continually improve how we serve others. That's why we are proud to present another Brian Health podcast. Here's Melanie Cole.
1: If you're anything like me, your emotions run up and down, and sometimes you feel really sad, and sometimes you feel really happy, but if The symptoms of sadness persist. Then it's time to seek professional help to see if you might be clinically depressed. It's a pretty common problem in the country today, and my guest is Dr. Dave Myers. He's the Counseling and Program Development Manager for Mental Health Services at Bryan Medical Center. Dr. Myers, as I just said in my intro, it's pretty common to feel depressed or to have actual depression. Tell us about the prevalence of it, and is this a treatable condition?
0: Yeah. As you mentioned, I mean, everybody does get the blues every now and then, but depression is where your mood gets into a situation that sticks around without letting up where you just can't shake it. And when you feel depression, um, and you have that hopelessness and you just have that serious feeling that you just can't shake. Um, and it does impact about one in four individuals, um, at any given time, uh, throughout life. So it, I mean, it is fairly prevalent. So it's about, you know, 25%. But the good news is, I mean, and, you know, there's, you know, it's like, gosh, you know, we're talking about depression, but there is good news in this and that, you know, there is hope, there is help, you know, there is healing and that what we do know is that research that has been done on depression shows that about 80% of those who have reached out for help, um, right away, generally, about 80% of those start feeling better, uh, report feeling better almost right away based off of uh, the type of treatment that they
1: started. Tell us if it's a normal part of aging and what are the symptoms? So you said, you know, we all feel blue and such, but Dr. Myers, when it goes on for a certain amount of time, and it can be devastating. It can keep people from enjoying a quality of life that others of us take for granted. So uh, tell us how this sort of happens and what we should really be looking out for in ourselves or in our loved ones as far as big red flags.
0: Well, I mean, there is a myth. I mean, it is a myth. I I oftentimes hear folks say that, you know, God, this is just a a normal part of, of how I should be feeling because I'm getting older. You know, maybe I've lost, my spouse or a loved one, you know, to death, or, um, I, you know, I have a, an illness or, you know, different things that are happening in life and I should just be feeling down and that's just the way it is. That's absolutely false. Um, it's not a normal part of aging. However, um, I, I want folks to understand that as we do get older, the risk for depression does go up. So, we do know that when somebody has a chronic health condition, the risk for depression does go up, and we do know that about 80% of older adults have at least one chronic health condition, and about 50% of older adults have, have two or more chronic health conditions, so this puts older adults at a higher risk, but that doesn't mean that, okay, I have, I have depression, um, I, I need to live with it. That's absolutely false. Depression is very, very treatable. So if I am feeling down and those symptoms are impacting my daily life, I should do something about it. Just if I were uh, having, you know, diabetes, or if I, you know, um, don't feel well, I have the flu. I, you know, I go to the doctor and I get treatment for it. Same thing with depression. I should be doing something about it, and uh, I should be seeing a healthcare provider.
1: Then what? What happens when someone does come to a healthcare provider, Doctor Myers? What is treatment look like these days? Because now that we hear so much more about depression and in the media, what are what are some of the tools that you have at your disposal to help people with depression?
0: Well, some of the tools are right there at the individual's fingertips to first identify if they are uh, dealing with depression. And we have an online screening at bryanhealth.org on our website that folks can go and answer some questions um, at the comfort of their home it's free. It's confidential. Uh, there's no way that we can track who's taking the screening, and it tells you whether or not the signs and symptoms are there of depression. It's not a diagnosis, but it tells you whether or not you should, you know, take steps to to see a professional. You can print that off, take that with you to the doctor, take that to, with you to uh, to the Bryan Counseling Center, um, to a professional, and say, okay, I've taken the screening. What what do I do next? Now treatment can, can take many different approaches, uh, to depression. Sometimes uh, individuals will see their, their primary care doctor, uh, go see a psychiatrist, um, or a nurse practitioner, and they may be prescribed an antidepressant, a medication to, um, treat that depression. Others may see a therapist, uh, uh, for talk therapy, a counselor, um, cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, oftentimes called CBT, um, is a very effective approach to treating depression. But research shows a combination of both talk therapy and medication together are really the folks get better much quicker having both of those things happen at the same time. Um, But that that doesn't necessarily mean that you need both of those things. Um, Sometimes folks feel better doing one or the other, um, but again, research shows that a lot of times folks trying both of those things find the quicker results. But then there are there's a small percentage of the population who sometimes have what we call treatment resistive depression, in that they have a maybe the, the medication and the therapy is not real effective for them, um, and they may have to try some other alternatives to treating depression, like electroconvulsive therapy, which we provide here, ECT treatments, um, and some other uh, other different types of depression that are out there, and there's other treatments for that as well. That we won't go into today, but for the majority of folks, it, it's it's therapy um, uh, and or medication.
1: Are these things when you talk about therapy and or medication? Are these things that people have to adhere to or be on for the rest of their lives? Is this something that changes? As we grow older, or is it something that really is going to be involved or in a person's life for their whole life?
0: It's based on each individual, so it's on a case by case situation. Some individuals um, have an episode of depression to where they uh, receive treatment, and um, the, you know the depression uh, gets better, the symptoms get better, and they no longer need medication, and um, you know stop. You know, they reach their treatment goals and they no longer go to the therapy. Um, and yeah, they, they, they stop and they don't need that anymore. Whereas others may have more serious symptoms and more serious type of depression to where they may need to continue with, with medication. Um, or they may have, uh, recurring bouts of depression. They might need to go back on, um, medication. So it's really on a, on a case by case, uh, basis. And so that's why it's really important to, uh, to know the symptoms and to work closely with your healthcare provider. Um, and the other piece to that too is, you know, I, I talk about therapy and medication, but support groups. And we offer what's called wellness recovery action plan, uh, where we have peer specialists here at the hospital, where we offer the wellness groups, um, where individuals can develop wellness plans, and uh, that's where they can come and, and attend a support group once a week. And support groups are also are very very uh, helpful. And treatment as well.
1: Well, that's kind of where I was going to go next, Dr. Myers, is, is, you know, there's medications and therapy, and where do things like lifestyle modifications and support groups, yoga, relaxation, exercise, even nutrition, where do any of these other things fit in? Can they help with someone suffering from depression and to maybe not have to be on so many meds or to just be a great adjuvant therapy to whatever therapy that they are using that seems to be working?
0: Absolutely. Exercise is very, very important. Uh, exercise, maintaining that healthy diet, um, you know, really watching what you eat, uh, becoming you know involved in activities that you really enjoy, and then staying connected with your family and friends all, all really good ways to promote good mental health, um, and how you can, you know, improve your depression along with other treatment options is very important. Um, you know, all those things are important, you know, no matter what we're dealing with, but especially with depression, and then I also really kind of look at the body, mind, and spirit um, in terms of, okay, what are some self-care things that I can do for my mind? What are some self-care things I could do for my, you know, for my body? What are some self-care things I can do, you know, for the spirit? And so, you know, looking at, you know, some basic things like taking care of, uh, scratching off, you know, your to-do list. You know, if I keep myself a to-do list, keeping myself a, like a compliments file, you know, when people pay compliments to me, you know, if you keep a little book, those are things that you can do to self-care for the mind, where you can pull that out and, say, what are some nice things that people have said to me? Or unplugging for an hour, turning your cell phone off, or staying away from the computer for an hour. Um, Then for the body, you know, the exercising, but even just taking some deep breaths, um, or folks are maybe busy at work, or if you have a lot of hobbies, and we're talking about aging, if you're really busy and um, doing a lot of volunteering, just taking a few minutes and uh, just, sitting out in the, you know, in the garden or, um, you know, in the sunroom and just taking five or 10 minutes and just closing your eyes and just thinking about a, you know, a nice quiet place that you really enjoy being at, um, or even just self-care ideas for the spirit. Um, you know, in terms of writing out your thoughts, um, keeping a journal, uh, spending it, spending some time with a pet, um. All those things, you know, just little things you can do for yourself are very, very important.
1: I agree with you completely, and thank you so much. What great information, and so important for people to hear that they can try all of these other things and that there is help available if they are suffering from depression. If you'd like to take a free and confidential online mental health screening, you can go to brianhealth.org slash mental health. That's brianhealth.org slash mental health. This is Brian Health Podcast. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.